This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. What's up, everybody? This is Pastor David here doing Morning Breath. Whether you're listening to this through the radio or through a podcast, we're excited to be with you. Uh, if this is your personal Bible study, Tim, man, thank you so much for picking us to jump into the Word of God with you. We're going to be later, we're going to be reading uh, Philippians 4 here in a little bit. But just for anybody that is new to the episode, to Morning Breath, what we do, the night before we read the chapter. So last night, we read Philippians 4. We come to our Maritime location in the morning. We read the chapter just again, and we talk about whatever God has breathed out. And in the Bible, breath is also spirit in the Old Testament. So we talked about, you know, being led by the spirit, letting God breathe. And we call the show Morning Breath. We think it's kind of funny, and we like it. So that's what we do here, and we've been doing it for like 15, 20 years now. It's usually one of the uh, co-senior pastors and a co-host. But today you got me, and I have a co-host, which I'm super excited about, an amazing pastor here at our church. I mean, we go way back to junior high ministry. This guy is, he's actually rumored to be the mayor of Merritt Island, and he is he does so much at the church. He he pastors Metal Church, which is a, a dynamic, a, a metal ministry that goes out that happens once a month here at East Coast Christian Center at our Merritt Island location. He's just absolutely incredible. How you doing, Pastor Kevin? I'm doing good, Pastor David. You're doing How good? How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, doing good. great. Good, man. I tell you what. T- tell I love us, Morning Breath, man. Right? It's good to be here. Tell us about Metal Church, dude. Like, I'm uh, sure some people church. right now are like, Metal and Church? What are you talking about? I mean, we just uh, had our Shred the Halls Christmas party last week, you know, getting ready for the holidays and stuff, and then... Uh, you know, we just, it's an outreach ministry of East Coast Christian Center to the metal community. You know, we take uh, songs by secular artists and we actually rewrite the lyrics and play them in their entirety during the service. And then we have a metal-based message, you know, with different themes. I just finished up a series uh, towards the end of the year here called The Truth About Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. And uh, that went really well. Nice. Uh, you know, so it, it's been an amazing ministry. I'm really excited I know, to see where I was... God takes it and... I was out in a coffee year. shop one time, and I had a, a guy stop me, and he's like, oh, you're a pastor at that church? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's where Metal Church is at. That's where I go to. And I was like, wow, <laughs> no way, dude. That's, that's awesome. Cool. So that's that's amazing what God is doing, what you're doing with that and reaching that community. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. awesome. I tell you what, we, uh, we got Christmas right around the corner. We have some Christmas Eve services. It's coming. It is like a freight train. It's already here in my book. <laughs> yeah. Like, Well, we're super excited. We've been very, very intentional about Christmas Eve service. All of our locations, Coco, Merritt Island, Vieira, we're having multiple services. Some of them are having Christmas Eve Eve services. But we, what we'd like to ask is that, one, that if you don't attend a service, come out and join us for Christmas Eve. But in That'll doing so, yeah, if you can go online and get a ticket, because that helps us know how many people are going to what service so we can have the proper you know room set aside. And, and we're just ready to just greet you guys and love on people and not have things get crazy. It's going to be an amazing service. They've been preparing for it for a while now. And yeah. what better way to, you know, bring in the holidays and to just lift up the name of Jesus, be there, be with your family. Come on. Come on out. It's going to be a great time. I tell you what, and two, all of our locations, I believe, will be preaching live. So if you're like, well, where's the live preaching? Because maybe you've heard East Coast. We do a live preaching, and we also have other video venues. But all the preaching on Christmas Eve will be live. 
so we want you to go to the go to the website and get a ticket, get your, one for your family for sure, and join us. I tell you what, Pastor Kev, will you tell them how to jump in to, to find out more about the show? Yeah, if you want to learn more about what Morning Breath's all about, first you want to know where to get the chapters, where to uh, get all that information, and that is located on our website at ECCC. US. You can go on there. You can actually find out any information about anything that's happening at East Coast. We also have the East Coast app. You can go to the App Store, download the app, and uh, that is a great way to get podcasts, different sermon messages. You can listen to Morning Breath. You can find out about the uh, Christmas Eve tickets. Any general information that you need, uh, you should be able to find on our website or on the app. So that would be your go-tos. But if you can't find it there... Just jump in and go to uh, 321-452-1060. That's our church office. Give them a call. Hit extension 100-100. That'll take you to the front, and uh, they can actually answer any questions, get you a morning breath guide, get you something sent out in the mail, send you an email to get all the information that you need about how to be filled in here at at the show. Dude, perfect. Well, i tell you what. Let's do this. Philippians 4. There's 23 verses, so how about... You read through the Tebow verse, Philippians 4.13, and I'll pick up Philippians 4.14 and on. You got it. Awesome. Well, I say to you, Pastor Kevin, read, sir. Philippians 4, and I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible. What are you going to read out of today? Uh, I got NIV today. All right. So it says this, Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, my joy and crown, in this way stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. I urge Iodia and I urge Sintiche to live in harmony in the Lord. Indeed, true companion, I ask you also to help these women who have shared my struggle in the cause of the gospel. Together with Clement uh, also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of a good repute, If there is any excellence and if anything is worthy of praise, dwell on these things. These things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I was set out for Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts, 
What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you've sent, they are a fragrant offering and an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory for you forever and ever. Amen. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters who are with me, send greetings. All people here send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. 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 Love the this is actually a triple all men, uh, yeah, triple all men chapter, Philippians four man probably one of the most famous chapters in the Bible. Yeah. It's really it is really I mean just reading this. I know you're really struggling to try to get something right. to talk about out. I'll of it, tell you, you know what, what I've mean? been talking a bunch like three scriptures that I quote on a weekly basis. <laughs> exactly, in this uh, uh, I can do all things you <laughs> yeah. strike Christ who strengthens me. I know some mm. of you guys might have cringed when I said that's the Tebow verse or whatever that was there before Tebow. But you know I you know right. I I like to see that you know as parts of our life and parts of our story and parts of areas where you get to see scriptures kind of attached to and um that's definitely part of mine and many other people's but uh kev what do you think what what jumped out to you what did you want to talk about first um i mean i i liked how it just came out of the gate you know uh paul's writing and he's like uh therefore my beloved brethren whom i long to see my joy and crown in this way stand firm in the lord my beloved you know and i'm like man that that word stand firm in the Lord just kind of popped to me, you know, and and I was looking at it and I was like, you know, what am I? This holiday season's coming up. Some people could easily get depressed. Mm-hmm. They could get, you know, anxious trying to figure out where am I going to get money for Christmas? You know, all of these things are coming at us and and the biggest thing is that if you're standing in your own strength, the chances are you're going to get overwhelmed. Come on. You know, what are you standing in? You know, are you standing in your job because maybe you don't make enough money to to make all that happen? Uh, maybe you're standing in your spouse, in your marriage or Come something on. like that. There's so many different areas in life that we can find ourselves standing in. Uh, maybe you're standing in your bank account Yeah. this yeah. morning. You're going, hey, you know what? <laughs> I could I could stand in here because there's a lot of room. <laughs> right. You know, but the bottom line is this. We got to learn to do life, and, and we read it here in the chapter that he's learned to be content, whether he's in lack or he's in prosperity. You know, we've got to learn to stand in the Lord Come on. in our lives. And as a believer, our foundation should be in our, our walk with God first in all of those other things, the, your, your strength, your job, your spouse, your marriage, all those should come together because of what God's doing in your life. Dude, absolutely. That's really good. And um, that's why I like when he says, let people, well, first, I like that he calls these two women out for fighting. That is priceless. <laughs> Got them. Yeah. But uh, he, didn't just, first two. <laughs> he didn't just get them. He, uh, imagine going into the Bible. These two women probably did so many wonderful things. But they get put into the scripture, right. holy scripture, for being in disagreement. Not and, living in harmony. <laughs> and let me tell you right now, I can tell you, you know, um, 
over over looking over my years as being a pastor, I have seen hardworking, loving, good people kind of get their names with an asterisk on it because of conflicts that they allow to go on or carry on or do this and that. And 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 when we're trying to make decisions, we're like, well, hey, who can we put in charge of that? We're like, well, what about this person and that person? They'd be, you know, they'd do great. And then it's like, oh, well, those two don't work good together. And you know, Paul's showing us all here is like, hey, we need to be of one mind. We need to be of one mind here. And that's not as easy as it sounds because you try and make a decision with any group of people and you'll see after everybody gets comfortable how hard it is to make one decision sometimes. And nothing says that just because, you know, you want you have a way you like to do things or maybe a way that you think is best that uh, no one says you're a bad person. But it does call us to be in unity, to live in agreement, to have harmony. And sometimes that means, you know, what, letting like we like to say around here, we let the best idea win. And and um, maybe these two ladies thought they had both had the best idea. But sometimes I look at myself and I, and I ask myself a second question. Is this a hill I want to die on? Right. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> uh, is this a hill I want to die on? Oh, no. that's funny. Because I got challenged right next to it. He says, but be known for your gentleness. Right. And it's hard to be known for gentleness and always the person that has to have your idea win. And if you're that person that has, has to have your idea win, um, I—, I I, I don't want to help you because I've been there before a lot. People struggle with you. They might not say it to your face, but I'm, I'm here to help you because I've been there and I love you. And I'm glad when someone said it to me. They said, you know, we, we really struggle with you sometimes because when you have an idea and someone else has an idea, it instantly becomes a boxing match. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, I don't mean it to be that. I'm just kind of like, you know, if my idea is going to lose, I want to make sure like <laughs> it's actually being beaten by a better idea. Right. And that's not, not relevant. Not somebody's will. Yeah, and it's not, honestly... That's a stupid perspective to have, and I want to be known for my gentleness. And and it's uh, like if you're one of these Enneagram people that like kind of you go in and you take one of these silly little tests, and then they give you, you know, like your personality type. And uh, mine, not that I swear by it, the Word of God defines me. So, uh, but mine's a confronter. Like I actually, I am very comfortable in confrontation. I I mildly enjoy confrontation. I don't rear back on it. So, I'm like, okay, well, that kind of explains why too. People feel like they've got to work through me. So I've got to tell myself, I need to be gentle. I need to be known for my gentleness, not my confrontation, not my ego, not my intellect. Like you even alluded to, some people might be not your bank account, not your charm, not your good looks, not your whatever it might be, or even on brokenness, your manipulation, your gossip, your lies. Like, like let your gentleness be known. Yeah, I like that because it says, uh, let your gentle spirit be known, you know, but mm. there's other spirits we can walk in. Mm. You ever met someone that's just angry all the time or... Maybe depressed, you know, the different, you know, it's kind of like that uh, inside out cartoon movie, you know, where there's all these different personalities running around inside this person and they're all fighting for the control board. And he's like basically saying this to them. Listen, you're my fellow workers. You shared in my struggles in the gospel, but yet here you are. You're not getting along. But remember this. Your names are written in the book of life. You're going right. to be spending eternity together. You're going to be spending the rest of eternity together as you, both your names are written there. So learn to get along. Learn to work together now before because the Lord is near. Wow. You know, And 
I don't know if he's talking about the Lord is near that he's watching you, or maybe he's saying, hey, the Lord is near. He's coming back, and, and people need to see a good example from us as believers on how to deal with each other. Come you know, on. we are actually presenting and setting an example every day by the way we deal with each other in front of people as to how Jesus would would be near, uh, you know, in us and through us and be using us in a in an amazing way. So That's good, I, I think it's you know it's not a rebuke, but it's just a it's an urgent care kind of like man, I got girls. I really want to see you guys pull it together here. And, yeah, uh, you know, for me too, when it comes to dealing with with that and and having the love on, I, I often believe it or not, I will go. Uh, when I have to have a hard conversation with somebody or I have to have something that's going to be a, a conflict possibly, I actually go and have the conversation before I have the conversation. Uh, I'll go and, and um, occasionally I'll bring somebody else in. I'll bring another pastor in. I'll bring another staff member in that is not going to be influenced in a negative if I was just like, hey, listen, you've dropped the ball, blah, blah, blah. You failed. It wasn't good. You're not doing a good job. I need to fix it. And I get all of the ugly truth out and i'm not talking about uh, uh i'm not talking about pampering people but i get all the ugly truth out that usually will send somebody spinning in a defensive way uh, i get all that out and uh, i let the person say okay cool you got it out now it didn't sound good and it didn't sound right it didn't sound like christ-like it doesn't sound like what i believe let's get to where we need it sounds like and that kind of comes to where he talks about here where he's like hey listen finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever yeah. is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable you know if anything's excellence or praiseworthy like yeah the truth is that person's job performance might have been horrible but when i sit them down to talk to them I still need to filter myself through the word of God. You know, you know, yeah. let's not forget that that God openly tells us the word of God, God became the word, the word became flesh. So as we use our scripture to lead our thought process and our heart process that is living through Christ, okay? And you're able to have Christ speak through you when you then have that conversation. When someone comes in and sits down, I'm going to say, hey, listen, man, we got to get on the same page. I'm not, I mean, uh, I, and if you, maybe you're struggling this with an employee right now or somebody, one thing that I do, and I just got this from Dave Ramsey, just to be honest with you. I say, let's take 90 seconds and you write down your job description and I'll write down your job description and let's read them to each other yeah. at the end of this. And then, you know, something simple like, and then they're like, oh my gosh. But instead of coming in and beating them up and with your spouse, instead of beating your spouse up, instead of doing that, say, okay, well, you know what? What's what's noble about this? And also, too, with this, man, if you're dwelling on stuff, like Pastor Kevin brought up a really good point about, like, you know, if you're walking in anger, you're walking in depression, grab some of these thoughts, take these thoughts captive and say, is this noble? Like, I love that he says noble yeah. because I'm living in an era where so many people think so lowly of themselves and it is almost trendy to think lowly of yourself where I am able <laughs> to say, hey, is this what I'm thinking about myself? Is this noble? Is this true? No, it's not. You know, so these anxiety thoughts, these depression thoughts, these anger thoughts, they've got to go. Right? They're not true. They're not noble. They're not praiseworthy. They're not lovely. Like they got to go and and start replacing those with thoughts that are those things. I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. Anything I put my hand towards will be blessed. I'm blessed coming in the city. I'm blessed going out in the city. You know, I was not given a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and of a sound mind. That as He is, so I am in this world. So I live that out. As Jesus is, so I am in this world. 
And, and Jesus does not suffer from a spirit of anger, depression, anxiety. So I walk that in this world. And that's what Paul is pointing towards here when he says, man, we need to put a heart and mind filter of the word of God yeah. around us. Yeah, what that does is it actually brings peace. You know, when, when, when we learn to operate in the word and not in our own circumstances. And, and it says in the verse before that says, be anxious for nothing. Right. But in everything, by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, we need the Word of God to guard our hearts mm-hmm. so that our hearts don't turn on us and, and, and move away from the Word and move into our flesh or move into our thinking instead of what God's thinking is, you know, because that's just part of life. We get set off. We have issues. We <laughs> we struggle so with our flesh. And and Paul even said it in, in the end there. He said, the things that you have learned from the verse that you shared and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So what we see is that the goal is peace. Mm-hmm. It's not to get the person corrected while that is part of the process the goal is for it to end in peace, you know? So we started the chapter off. You got two ladies that are flipping out and, and going crazy and, and doing all these things. And he's like, wait a minute, you guys, have, we've worked together. Uh, you know, we're going to all go to heaven together. It, your name's in the book of life. And, mm-hmm. But don't be anxious for what you want. But by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. Mm-hmm. If you really have a, a fight to have your way, Give that request to God and then let God decide what you're going to do, Ooh. not what you want to do, Come on. Not, not my way, but God's way, right? Mm. And, and to be able to lay your way down if God says, no, that's not where I want to go because, you know, a lot of our ways are great ways. They're good things, but we still, at times, God will be calling us to do something contrary to our own belief or contrary to our own will. Mm-hmm. And that that's hard sometimes to lay that down. And it really is because, you know, uh, I'm going to misquote a scripture here. I'm, I'm going to really try not to. But like it says in Proverbs, you know, that, that a man thinks that he, you know, he knows right in his own ways. You know, but I believe it follows There's a way that seems right to a to man. a man, yeah. And and and, and I apologize for this quote. I'm pretty sure it ends in death. Like, um, yeah, right. Now I'm sure there's but a it lot. It felt of, good. Yeah, I'm sure a lot right of you before guys, I died. Right, a lot of you guys out there are like <laughs> saying it like spot on, bing. Like, and, and praise God for you. Praise God for the <laughs> okay, whole body man. of Christ. But I want to <laughs> tag off of what you're saying there too, Kev. On it says, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or mm-hmm. seen in me, put into practice. Right there, Paul is just having extreme ownership of his walk, and not only his walk, but his walk and how it affects people around him, that he is able to confidently say, hey, if you've seen it in me, you put it in practice. Right. And I challenge myself with that. And I some days do really good and some days do really bad. All right. Right. Where I'm like, hey, can I look over at young Nick here, who's who's our, our sound guru engineer for the show with this his now a couple week bleach blonde hair and his Dr. Dre beats headset on. Can I say, hey, listen, as you walk through life, you know, being being, you know, 20 years old, what you've seen in me, you do. You yeah. can put in the practice. That'll that'll make it. And that challenges you. 
And it's got to feel good to be able to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, there's a weight and there's a weight that comes with it and there's a weight with it. And and at first I've heard people complain about that. They say, it's so hard, brother, carrying this cross for Jesus. You know, I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Um, I'm actually honored to be able to, to walk the walk with Jesus and be able to say, hey, follow me as I follow him. Yeah. Is it easy? No. It is not no. easy. And God never promised us that it would be easy. He said the burden would be light. But the burden is light when we learned Philippians 4 right. to have the peace that surpasses all understanding, to filter our mind and our heart with what is pure, what is noble, what is all those good things, to have peace with people that are co-laborers with us because we're going to heaven. To get Philippians 4 in there, if we were doctors, if me and you know Dr. Kevin and Dr. Dre over here, if we could prescribe you. We can prescribe you medication. I would prescribe you every day the daily scripture vitamins of Philippians 4 and Philippians 2. The gospels. Yeah, the gospels. (laughs) Philippians 4, Philippians 2. If you're struggling, Philippians 4, Philippians 2. Philippians 2, I mean, we talked about how it talks about, man, humble yourself. Christ humbled himself to the point of a bond servant, take upon, you know, the, the body of a man. Philippians 4 talks about the peace of God, and these will really help you and guide you. Well, we're going to take a break here. We're going to be back in just a moment, and that, Pastor Kevin's going to end with the thought of the episode. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. East Coast Christian Center would like to invite you to join us on a 10-day Israel Bible study tour led by co-pastors Dan and Matt Staubaum. The trip will take place March 9th through the 18th, 2020. The total cost is $3,995. For more info or to register, sign up at eccc.us slash Israel trip. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. 
Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility, located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is Pastor David and Pastor Kevin here, and we are doing Philippians 4. Man, what a powerful chapter. If you're just jumping in now, I want to like encourage you, go back, listen to the rest of the show, of the episode, and um, it's, it's really good, really good. So, Pastor Kev, you got the closing thoughts for us? Yeah, I just want to even just stick to where we were a little bit, you know, uh, you were talking about Paul and how he's encouraging people to follow and be just like he was. And, and that's really the goal for us as believers, you know, as, as someone who's walking in, in a relationship with God, we want the world to see us. We want them to see something different in us. I believe Paul is encouraging us to follow his example, but I also believe he's saying to us in that, are we being a followable example to others around us, in our workplaces, in our homes, uh, in our neighborhoods, at our kids' ball field. You know, are we the guy that's, you know, cursing the umpire or are we encouraging the kids, you know? I mean, we've seen both. That's good. And, and allowing, you know, God to move through us will help us to be living for God in front of others with just passion and zeal and to be out there as this holiday season is coming it's you know all about you know where we you know don't let materialism get you man let the reason for the season jesus Come on. be everything that you need this holiday season be a man or a woman of god that god's called you to be to the world come on all right love you guys we'll catch up with you thank you for listening to morning breath from east coast christian center we hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.